And hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gave Racing Podcast. It is September 7th when we're recording the week after um, what NASCAR was at Darlington. Denny Hamlin won the Southern 500 again. And then, of course, Max Verstappen won the Dutch Grand Prix, his home Grand Prix for the very first time. Um, great weekend of racing. And it's a great week to be back here on the Gay Racing Podcast because we have been doing this, Alex. For one year, last one year. year, last year we started. Our first episode was right after Darlington, the first race of the playoffs, Labor Day weekend. We're mm-hmm. right here, still going strong. Forty plus episodes, like at least I don't know how many guests we've had. Wow. We've had more guests than I ever thought we would have, honestly. Yeah, more episodes than I thought we would have. Mm-hmm. Um, a year? Can you believe it? I can't. I. It's just. It, I think. We, we should like give ourselves a round of applause because we both stuck with this. You really, you have really kept this going is when during times where I haven't been as, I don't know what the word is, but I, I'm a bit I, of a mess sometimes. I've kept, <laughs> I've kept the ship going. We're, You've we're kept the ship going. going. The Joseph Newgarden, the SS Joseph. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've kept the ship going. Um, and you've been a great partner and teammate throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. So you as well, Zach. Don't give yourself. Thanks. Don't lay yourself too short there. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, you're right. You're right because it's a team effort. It's a team effort. Yeah, it's team um, effort. Like, like what we said about fucking endurance racing. Like, if you won the Rolex Twenty Four, you won the Rolex Twenty Four. If you were in the car, you were in the car. You helped. I'm just. It doesn't matter if your last yeah. times weren't as fast. So, yeah. Um. So I asked people on Twitter, what should we do? And all you guys said, make a montage of the funniest moments. And I'm like- Which is a great idea. So like, which one of y'all is going to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, listen, listen. It's a great idea. I would love to do it. Except I wouldn't actually love to do it. (laughs) That's the problem. I I would love to see it. I wouldn't love to do it. How many episodes are there? Like 40 40. And like, I think- Like, listen- I wasn't about to go through every episode and find every funny. I wasn't listening to my voice for that long mm-hmm. <laughs> to find funny moments. Um, By Loki, like it would be yeah. fun to do. It's just mm-hmm. like, I don't have the capacity to do all that. It's just because mm-hmm. I only even remember stuff anyways. Like I would literally have to listen to every episode. But yeah, I think you made them like a Twitter thread. Like when we took like a two week break or something, mm-hmm. Um you highlighted like all of our like big episodes with guests and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's something I think. And I think we just mentioned that we didn't think we'd get as many guests as we have. And um, right. we'd also, I guess, extend thanks to everyone that's ever been on the podcast. And we still have more people that were planning. Mm-hmm. We were talking before we were recording, we were planning. <laughs> you guys um, didn't get to hear that. It's secret. Yeah. And I was talking, <laughs> I was actually, I didn't even mention this to Alex. I was talking to one of my Twitter mutuals last night. He, mm-hmm. he works for, um, he works for a track. I'll just say that. Um, oh. Keep it a surprise. Surprise to the audience. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Interesting. I yeah, I told him he should because um, mm-hmm. what's he doing now? He's um, see, pit. He's pit reporting for something. So, oh, it, cool. anyways, cool. it's interesting. Yeah, we, and we've got like I remember Caleb. Um, all the PR people we've had on here, they're they're so fucking fun. Um, mm-hmm. Shannon is our- great. We've had our friends. We've had Brooke. We've had Jackson. Uh, is Jackson a friend still? <laughs> I'm joking. 
Jackson, 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 Jackson. Man, um, listen, the Kansas, the highlight of the playoffs is not mm-hmm. going to be the Kansas race. It's going to be the Kansas episode of the Gay Racing Podcast. It, it really is, though. <laughs> I cannot wait for Jackson's red hair ass to get on here because we are going to have the time, the time. Um, oh, my God, Jackson. I can't we, with him. We've also had Matt Weaver. That was so yeah, fun. Recently. That was a no long time sweet. coming. Noah, Noah Sweet, Sweet was like one of our first guests, I think. He might have been our first guest, actually. I don't remember. I think uh, Jackson was our first, and we had Noah. Oh, you're right. You're right. See, I'm already, I just dissed Jackson <laughs> like that. Damn. <laughs> God. No, we've had so many great people. And mm-hmm. the, the, when we met in person in January and um, yeah. we recorded in person, one of these days we'll do it trackside somewhere. Um, oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. I don't know the logistics of it yet, but we'll, we'll just mm-hmm. chill. Just do it in the car after the race or something. That would actually probably work. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah actually. Um, oh, we also had Kate on to talk about fan fiction. Right. That was Kate, very fun. Fan fiction. Yeah. I, now I want to, like, scroll through the list of episodes. We Dude, had Avery. Is... We had Avery on to talk about Avery stats. with stats. We, we'll have to get him on again soon. Oh, um, yeah. See, we're probably missing some people. I'm about to check the episode list. Zach, we had Devin Rouse. Devin fucking I'm sorry, Devin. You are literally (laughs) (laughs) you are literally a gay NASCAR driver. (laughs) Like we had so we've had so many people on here. It's kind of crazy. When we had Mark Wiley talk about Kyle Larson, I thought that was a good conversation. That was a very Um, good conversation. And then that's I think that same no, the episode before that we were shit talking Talladega. Never mind. Um Mm. and then yeah, I'm just checking, and it's been great. Brooke, when Brooke, oh, we need to get Brooke on again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if anyone's seen F1 News, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's really, yeah, this is good enough. This is like a montage. We just went through. Like, yeah. Oh, I hope we better not be forgetting somebody. I don't think so. Drive through. We apologize. Davin. Oh, yeah, we had Davin, Davin on. We need to get him on again because his damn computer issues. Yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> um, if we forgot you and you're listening, we apologize. I have ADHD. <laughs> um, Dylan, Dylan Tucker. Oh yeah, Dylan. Speak of mm-hmm. Dylan, one he recommended that would make the podcast gayer. So really quick, uh, Lawless Allen, that is Zach and I's new favorite driver. <laughs> oh um, girl, 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 girl. He fine. He's fine. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He, he good. Um Anyone else that we can think of? I feel Wait, bad. Make it gayer. What do you mean? Oh, oh, he just said make it gay. I thought you yeah. were. I thought you had like a extended point. I was like, oh no, I was just okay. gonna say that we think Wallace Allen's attractive. Um, Speaking of attractive race car drivers, that video of Harrison Burton talking and like when he was Sunday, he was at turn three at Darlington. He sounded so much like his dad. Like. He did. Now, I've been listening to his voice recently, and I'm just like, oh, my God, he's literally, he sounds so much like his dad. It's so funny. He does. God, I want. funny. I'm not trying to be gay or anything, but, like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't hate Jeff Burton being my father-in-law. I'm just kidding. I'm just (laughs) kidding. I'm just kidding. But I'm not. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, Zach, can you think of one moment that's been your favorite? One moment that's been my favorite. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck, man. I mean, one moment, how I feel like I'm a movie star getting interviewed right now. Um, <laughs> You know, those TikToks where the people act like they're like, yeah, I'm a movie star. But anyways, um, 
One moment. I mean, I keep thinking about recently, Matt, that whole Matt Weaver episode was amazing. It um, was. I think I think about when we used to record on Discord and um Yeah. The Noah Sweet episode. What favorite moment? Like Caleb was really funny with all of his mm-hmm. PR shenanigan stories. Um some of them you didn't hear. <laughs> yeah. Me the and one Alex after. Know. <laughs> oh shoot that was funny i can't pick one moment i i don't know like what do you have one moment in mind alex i was gonna say when i picked ryan priest for the Daytona 500 and you called me crazy and he finished seventh <laughs> so I, that was really funny you were just mad that i did that fantasy racing this year has been it's been really so good. fun it's been really good it's been like what it's did- made it's made the races more fun for us to watch i think it has with our picks that I mean, I will mention it later, but Denny Hamlin won at Darlington. Last week on the podcast, I literally said, I'm never fucking picking him again. He doesn't know how to win a race. He literally mm-hmm. just won Darlington. Um, so that's fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, and then, like, I, I when Brad won Talladega, I called that shot. That, you that. did. You've when won you a get lot a of win, races. I've won a lot of races, and, like, only some of them were Kyle Larson. So Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, oh, man, it's been so fun. It's just mm-hmm. been this whole thing has been so fun. Like mm-hmm. it, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I got to record the podcast, but then I do it. And I'm like, no, this is, this is great. It doesn't feel like work. Right. Um, which is good. Cause we're not getting paid for this. So <laughs> yeah, I, I would say on a sentimental point that being able to do this with my best friend, Zach has been so mm-hmm. fun. It's like, we talked every week before we recorded, we mentioned that in the right. episode. But now like we record it and people can like listen. Oh yeah. no, it's fun. And we've established somewhat of a fan base, not fan base. I don't want to call them fans, but like I think the whole point of us, mm-hmm. literally our whole point is just to be gay racing fans talking. Right. Not even like obviously every episode we don't even talk about gay things and like LGBT related right. issues. We do sometimes. Um we try to because mm-hmm. it is kind of you know our thing. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's just so important. No, favorite moments are all the people that have DM'd me on Twitter that have been like, I didn't know there were gay racing fans. You know what? You're right. Yeah. That's, that's, we've gotten the- so many messages from you guys saying, it's- like, I didn't know there were other gay racing fans out there. And it's like, how much of an impact you've actually had on people for finding that out? It's yeah. crazy. It's, I feel like we've had so much responsibility in terms of like getting the gay racing community out there. And Mm -hmm. like someone, I had a classmate ask me today, like, why aren't there like women in NASCAR and stuff? And like, and we were at an art museum and we were talking about how they like try to decolonize like the white kind of Mm -hmm. influence. And I, I literally said, well, we're trying to decolonize NASCAR, which is, I don't, yeah, it's a very aggressive (laughs) term that I don't actually like. That's not yeah. my term, but it, it referenced what we were learning about. And um, mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to get more gay people into the sport, or at least there are a mm-hmm. lot of gay people in the sport. We're trying to get them to be comfortable saying that they are gay right. as a right. racing fan. Um, and But, you know, there's a lot of work to do, and we're not going to change the world. And mm-hmm. maybe we won't at all. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we've chased it a little bit. We've got, I think, getting people to come out to mm-hmm. us. For sure. Like, we've had a lot of people who have just come to us on Twitter and our DMs being like, you know, I've never told anyone, but I'm gay. And it's like, I watch racing. I always have and this and that. We've had people within the industry even message us saying that. We've had ordinary race fans. 
and I really appreciate them trusting us right with that like because mm-hmm. of course we you can trust us with that in case right. you ever want to like talk or just oh, for sure say something mm-hmm. we we will listen like, and keep it safe like Zach when I met you you were like the first like gay race fan I actually knew you know mm-hmm. you and I were like the first gay racing I feel like you were too yeah. yeah no like I honestly because I only really knew like Kate really like kate was the only one i really interacted with before that right and yeah yeah, like there were other people out there but you were like my first friend who was gay and it's like once you and i started talking more and talking more on twitter more people started showing up it's like i don't know if they saw us being dumb we're funny we're funny funny. we're funny and we're so like-minded too (laughs) it's kind of scary (laughs) like our playoff predictions are so fucking similar yeah and even outside of that, like you and I have so much in common. So yeah. it's really like a friendship besties. with we are besties. You're my bestie. Yeah. I, but like, I, I can talk to you about anything. We, and you like understand, again. you understand me so well. You understand that I'm not a good texter and you're okay mm-hmm. with it. And I really love that. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't feel pressured. <laughs> it's just so much. I know you'll get back to me eventually. I know you've read it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I still feel bad about it, but I'm like, oh. No, you're good. You're good. But no, uh, to wrap this little section up, this has been so fun and yes. hopefully many more years to come, right? Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to come back. I guess the Southern... Well, now we have to go to the Southern 500 one day and we'll talk about that. We have to. Because yeah. that's like our track. That's like a race. The gay, the gay Racing Podcast 500. That's what it's called now. Sorry. I'll cook out. <laughs> um, you and I need to go to a race together, like an actual race. Like, yeah, we... Whether it's IndyCar, NASCAR... We're thinking about something next year, but like, yeah, we really need to. I need a sugar daddy. That's basically what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I mean, we even talked about going to um, Paul, Kansas, which I don't think that's going to happen this year, but it's a middle of a school semester. I just, I want to. I want to go to a race with you so bad. You know Mm -hmm. what happened? Like, I, I wish you could, you could beat up Jackson in person if you come to Kansas. I'm just saying. (laughs) <laughs> no, I need to watch the fuck you. I need to watch the race with Jackson. That's what I need. Eric Amarolo being the top ten. He's like, see Zach, see Zach. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, oh my god. And then like fucking, what am I? Even, I lost my thought. It was something about a racing person. But uh, there's so many times where I'm just like watching the race and something funny happened. I wish I could. Alex, mm-hmm. did you fucking see that? Yeah. And normally like, I still text you anyways, but like it's just yeah, different. you and I text each other during races. Like we need to go in person. Mm-hmm. Like, man. We'd be too funny. We so gotta get funny. one of those headsets where we have like mics on each other. Yeah. Cause we talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> oh shit. Anyways, man. Um it's been so fun. All right. Shall we talk about the Southern 500 best race of the year? Best I I know. Like what a See, so here's the thing. It's not a negative thing. It's like every mm-hmm. time NASCAR has a race at Darlington, it feels like I get pissed off because it's so good. It is so good. It's so good. And I'm like, what? Th- that kind of racing is a dying breed, obviously. Tire wear. It might not even be there next year. Tire wear, the difficulty of the track, attrition. Mm-hmm. The parody, Ross fucking Chastain could have won that race, number one. Mm -hmm. He's not even in the playoffs. And then you get moments where Kyle Larson sends it, sends it, trying Mm -hmm. to win that race. 
that is NASCAR racing. Absolutely. That is NASCAR racing. I'm and it was entertaining without all the bullshit. Yeah, like that that whole third stage had almost no bullshit. I'm trying to remember. Like I think all the bullshit that happened was because the car was so hard to drive. It wasn't I wouldn't even call it bullshit. I don't. Like yeah, it, exactly. It's like, like it was just like the cars are so hard to drive. They were wrecking and hitting the wall. Like yeah. that's awesome. Like we yeah. don't need we don't need stage cautions. We, we don't talk need about all this shit. We talk about how we don't like a bunch of cars getting torn up for no reason. That wasn't no reason. That wasn't no reason. That Mm -hmm. was because I'm sorry. You fucking suck. You wrecked. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Kyle Busch fucked up. Um, Mm -hmm. We saw Willie B fuck up. We saw a lot of playoff drivers fuck up. Mm -hmm. It's different. It holds weight. It holds weight. And Mm -hmm. now Kyle Busch because it's at Daytona last week, for example, you get wrecked at Daytona. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, Daytona and Talladega is all luck. It doesn't really matter, to be honest. I feel like wrecking at Darlington actually hurts your momentum. Yeah, Mentally. I would agree. It and, just, yeah. you know, Darlington is a racer's racetrack. And you have to be a racer, like a true racer to race mm-hmm. here. Kyle Larson's a racer. And we know that, right? And he His, still can't win that damn race. <laughs> he Kyle Larson stole the show, though. Like, no one was talking about Denny Hamlin after the race, you know? People were talking about Kyle Larson's move. Yeah. You can't do that anywhere else. He almost won the race doing that. You can't do that with 550 at Darlington. That wouldn't have happened no, last year. No, Because it just wouldn't have. He would have hit the wall way sooner because of the dirty air. Like, he was just literally, mm-hmm. like, literally. Like, it's just... right. I can't believe we had that package there. I actually cannot believe they thought that was a good idea. Right. This this aero package, like, you know, it's not perfect. The 750 horsepower package, it's yeah. not perfect. But, oh, my God, it it's can racing. produce some really good races. It's, it's racing. racing. And yeah. you know what, what Matt Weaver said? Um, he, he quoted Dale Jr. Mm-hmm. 550 horsepower is not the problem. But you have to put a fucking lip on the back of the car. I look at my, I have a Ford Fusion Hybrid. I keep looking at the spoiler, mm-hmm. the lack of a spoiler on it. And how it's just like literally just like a little lip on the trunk. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what NASCAR needs mm-hmm. for 550. I'm serious. Like literally, I feel like I'm not an engineer or anything, but yeah, I just think stock car racing downforce is the enemy at this point. Like every teams- other series except NASCAR is taking away downforce right now. Yeah, that's that's oh. the way. I'm sorry. Like you just you have to. Mm-hmm. And I think if you want to get kind of pack racing, you need mm-hmm. to make it so that you d- you can follow in the corners, and you can't yeah. do that if the cars rely too much on downforce. That's just how physics work. Like mm-hmm. that's just how it works. Um, this race was so long. Like it was very long, right? Yeah. But I enjoyed every second of it. I Which I'm happy hooked. for you. Yeah. I still tr- I still struggled with stage one and two. I I don't think Which I'm ever fair. gonna get over it at this point because mm-hmm. of this just I, I feel like I can't pay attention for some reason. But but stage three was easily the best stage though. Oh my god! Because so like you knew you didn't know when a caution was gonna come out. Long green flag run. Who was gonna win? Two strategies. Mm-hmm. The entire strategy. Wear. Yeah. Strategy, strategy. Dude. Oh my god! Oh, I wish the caution didn't come out low key. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. Um, I've said this before. I think NASCAR would be in a much better place if the Southern 500 was the biggest race and not the Daytona 500. Why was I thinking the same thing? Yeah, I right though. 
like it's this the biggest is, race of the year that's actually living up to the quality i could like besides yes. bristol night race like the 600 that's not the biggest endurance race anymore because they don't really have to haul their asses anymore it, darlington is the darlington's the endurance race now yeah if you ask me it is these guys were dropping like flies because it's so hard to drive yeah like, that's, lap 14. that's good like yeah. yeah they were fucking up and daytona daytona has its problems indy doesn't even exist anymore as a crown jewel which mm-hmm. you know we talked about that a few episodes like, ago for me the southern 500 is what nascar is and you know it's in yeah or now it's nascar's home too like it's in the south you know like, yeah it makes sense for the it to first be... super speedway like it was there before daytona was a right. speedway like people forget that it's so historically significant for nascar right. and you know, Denny Hamlin has won three of these, and he's a very underrated driver. You know, yeah. he has forty-five career wins. He's, he's only like three away. He's like, I yeah, think. he's really close from Tony Stewart. And all, if you look at the all-time wins list, everyone's in the Hall of Fame except for him. Literally, I think people just hate Toyota. Yeah, I like literally but, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. They don't get credit. Because, I think because people hate Toyota. Like I just, right. no, I sorry, agree. random, but but um, true X two, true X two. But Hamlin though. Like, he's a racer. Like, sure, mm-hmm. he's won the Daytona 500 three times. But to me, winning the Southern 500 three times is much more impressive of a feat. Like, that's yeah. crazy. That he's kind of always been good intense. at Darlington. He's mm-hmm. always been. Like, Ross Chastain's giving me similar vibes. Like, he every time at Darlington, and he runs really good. Speak of Ross Chastain, he did really good at uh, Nashville, too. This had yeah. very similar aero package at Nashville. Yeah. Or was the sub 50? Uh, it was like the fastest 750 races that we're getting this year, basically. And Chastain did really good at both Nashville and Darlington. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, if you want to be a good racer, and if you can't run at Darlington, you're probably not the best of the best. Let's put it that way. Like Corey LaJoy, for example, I'm not a big fan of the guy, but look, he got he was running top 10 a lot. Yeah, and that... That's really cool. That's a want, smaller that, team. We want NASCAR to be more exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I equalizing all the fucking um, the drivers out with like full throttle cars. That's not how you do it. Like, that's just mm-hmm. not how you do it. Then it just all comes down to aerodynamics. And Kyle yeah. Busch can't really do anything if his car is not handling good, right? Like, it's just mm-hmm. you know, it, God bring that driver skill into it. Yeah, and this is more of a playoff issue, but you know over half the playoff drivers had an issue that's mainly because half the field is in the playoffs so it's the first race happens every year but anyway it's such a hard track like imagine if this was a championship race i'm not saying to do that because then you have to cut the season short and i won this race on labor day could you imagine though like these the championship drivers having to race their heart out i'm that'd be so cool it's honestly honestly the championship race should be at bristol Dead ass. Like that's what I'd NASCAR's. Be, I'd be all down about. for that. All about now. Like Phoenix, mm-hmm. honestly, isn't is not that bad for it. Like at least it's a, mm-hmm. at least it's a track where they have to break. Yeah, that's my minimum requirement. I think for the championship race at this point. But um, but mm-hmm. I think the playoff opening and you know, ignoring all my issues with the playoffs, I think it opening at a track with that much attrition is kind of interesting. I do like it. Yeah. You, if uh, it's just setting a lot of these drivers up now, like the round, the round of 16, it's always like, oh, you know, Kyle Bush is going to, you know, get by for free. And right. All the Hendrick cars are going to make it for free. 
Well, yeah. if you have a bad race at Darlington, all of a sudden now you have no momentum. And mm-hmm. guess what? You still have two short track races to get through. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of crazy. It, you know, it, mm-hmm. in these all three of these tracks, you have to be a good driver. Yep. You have to be a good driver. There's no getting by with just a good car. To add on a point I said earlier about this being a racer's track, the best two drivers this year have been Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin. Oh. And look at who the best drivers were at Darlington. The two best drivers all season. And then they Quite put on lot. that crazy good show. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to lead that into, you posted on Twitter. Yep. You put the regulars, the full yep. season points without playoff or anything. Um, but my point being for this is that Hamlin and Larson were best all year. They're best at probably the hardest track on the schedule. I think that says a lot. But uh, Zach, you posted on Twitter uh, yep. the points that the regular the, the playoffs. Yeah, if you if you don't reset the points and um, basically, let me find it. I'm just going to my notifications because it's probably there mm-hmm. somewhere. Where is it? Okay, there it is. I, it has like 174 likes. Mm-hmm. Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin, they are in a league of their own. They could literally like um, – well, this math is actually kind of hard. If they didn't race the next three races and Chase Elliott won all the stages in the races, Chase Elliott would still not be the points leader, and he's in third. Like That's so crazy. They are so ahead of it. And think about it. They yeah. are always finishing in the top ten. I feel like the last month or so, they've had a shot to win each race. Mm-hmm. Like They have been there. And it just makes me mad because all the talk about the championship um, Sunday night, was about mm-hmm. the playoff drivers wrecking and yeah i just i think it's frustrating because we're missing out on what is probably the it's the first time in a long time we've had two drivers have this great of a season and you might say mm-hmm. denny hamlin and kevin harvick were last year kevin harvick had the edge um mm-hmm. from what i remember denny hamlin and kyle larson they're I think Kyle Larson's had the edge, but it's like Hamlin has so much momentum and Larson has not been able to close out races as much low-key right, right. lately. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, we're missing a good championship battle. I'm sorry. And I just think yeah, we are. the I fact agree. that the context of Sunday night's finish was just about who mm-hmm. is getting advanced into the playoffs when they were both going to make it anyways. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I'm sorry. And, I'm you sorry. know, I, I saw someone tweet, uh, I'll, I'll respect to this person. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually like following them. I won't name them who they are. There. But I saw them say, this, break, this finish between Larson and Hamlin wouldn't have happened without this playoff format. That's literally cap. I, that's not, I don't agree with that because Why, both this? of these drivers are safely in the next round. Let's yeah. be honest, you know? <laughs> so uh, I thought that was kind of goofy. But because it's we like, saw not, what know. Lewis Hamilton did with Max Verstappen at Britain mm-hmm. just for some points, bro. Like, yeah, I'm just saying like, I honestly, honestly, I think they would be racing just as hard if it was a full season championship. Here's the thing. I think more playoff drivers made more mistakes because of the playoffs. Low key, I, yeah. Like Michael McDowell, probably because he was yeah. probably racing for just to get out of this round his only chance probably to run well. Um, but other than that, I don't think this would have happened without the playoffs. Yeah. No. The problem with the whole thing about making them race harder is, like, they're not getting in these race cars and not wanting to win. Like, you right. 
can never have a race car driver not want to already win. Like yeah. all the, I mean, this is again, playoff eight, all the playoffs I've done have just made the regular season races not matter as much. And if anything, they might not be racing as hard there because yeah. it's just like, well, what's the point? Um, but that's not exactly what I'm saying, but yeah, it's just, right. again, my point, we're missing a championship battle. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit mad about it, but it is what it is. Um, again, though, Hamlin and Larson, I, I hope one of them wins the championship because it's I, obviously where it should go. I'm kind of relieved Hamlin seems to have had a resurgence here. Because um, I really want this championship to come down to Larson and Hamlin. Right. Not just because of the format and how goofy it is, more so that those two are the best drivers right now. And I think mm-hmm. both of them are deserving of the championship. And I want a Carl Edwards and In Tony general. Stewart type situation low-key. Right. That'd be I, cool. I really, and that's the thing about, honestly, I feel like an actual battle between two drivers is better than a manufactured battle between four mm-hmm. drivers. Right. Like, I just don't think we need, like, because they're clearly the best two in the season so far. Easy. If you yeah. slap Chase Elliott and whoever is fourth, like Kyle Busch or something, into that final yeah. four, it's just not going to feel the same. I'm sorry. It's just not. Yeah. And, you know, think of 2011 Tony Stewart. I mean, Hamlin's performed better than Stewart 2011, obviously, right. for, the, for the chase. But it, Hamlin could go on a tear and win five races. In these We're going to Richmond next week? Yeah. And then Bristol, he's won mm-hmm. Richmond a few times. He almost won there in the spring. Won Bristol like mm-hmm. two, a few years ago. Like, and yeah. remember a few Talladega. years ago, Hamlin won at Phoenix to make the final four when it was yep. still at Homestead. Yeah. So Hamlin can win all 10 of these races. I'm not saying he will, but he easily could. I think he picked the perfect time to get his first one of the year. Oh, yeah. He has he- momentum. Larson's still good, though, obviously. But he hasn't been able to close out wins. The thing I will say about Larson. And you need to win to win the, this championship. Mm-hmm. I tweeted last night. Sorry I keep cutting you off. That's my favorite <laughs> moment of the podcast. That all the fucking times <laughs> I cut you off. No, you're Jesus fine. Christ. Go for it. You're used to it. Um, <laughs> Kyle Larson's going to lose the championship. Mm-hmm. And you know why? What's going to happen to Phoenix? He's going to lead probably like 250 laps. Mm-hmm. Caution or something's going to come out. May, might be a pit road issue. Might just get beat on pit road by the 11 team. I mean, they have a good pit crew historically. Yeah. And then Larson's going to get stuck behind Hamlin. Not because of dirty air. Just, I think, kind of like Darlington. He's just going to get stuck behind Hamlin. He's going to wear out his tires. We've seen it literally at Atlanta this year. Both Darlington races now. Um, and then, like, other things like the Indy Road Course and then, mm-hmm. like, um, Pocono. There's, Pocono wasn't his really fault, but... Yeah, Pocono wasn't his fault. But. The last 10% of races, Kyle Larson has struggled to close out or defend his obvious win that he should be getting. Yeah. And Phoenix is just not looking good for me right now. I just... I literally think he's going to dominate the race and then finish second to Denny Hamlin. Or a or true X for Kyle Bush. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. He's his tire wear in that last part of the race, he has not been able to manage it. And you tweeted like he hasn't learned his lesson from Atlanta when Blaney beat him on tire wear. Uh, I think there's something to that because um, there were a lot of laps where he probably could have said, and you know, he probably was just pushing. It's easy for to, me to say, easy for me to say, right, but at the for same sure, time. For sure. But I think I'm, there is something to that. He should have sure. beat Denny Hamlin, in my opinion. Like, 
Mm-hmm. He should have. Like, you're Kyle fucking Larson, dude. Like, you had you dominated all night. And all of a sudden, now you just restart fourth and you can't win the race? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm backseat driver right here. Right. Like, I'm not Kyle Larson. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's still great performance. Still oh, yeah. finished second with a Absolutely. wrecked fucking car. So, <laughs> so. I will say one last thing on Darlington. If this is the last hurrah of true racing in NASCAR because we're going to something else next year potentially um this was a good (laughs) send-off I hate to say it like that but for real like this is a it was still got Martinsville Martinsville. still Martinsville and Bristol yeah um, but um I'm just saying like in general yeah this is the last good if this is the last good Southern 500 it was great (laughs) it was Uh, no it was it happens but yeah, I don't have my spread next car, but we'll see. I and I talked about this with the Matt Weber episode. There's no way NASCAR is going to stay like this forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about like when we're old. Like I'm talking about like when this whole lure of like entertainment mm-hmm. lures off, and then someone takes over NASCAR and is like, "We need to get back to being a motorsport." I think it can happen one day. I literally do. Things change. You, I mean, if you look at NASCAR 30 years ago, it's mm-hmm. a lot different. And yeah. I don't think it's impossible to go back in that other direction. I just think, I don't, I don't know if we're on the other side of the mountain yet. You know? Yeah, but, there's still a lot more they can. I think this next-gen car is going to be a huge. I think gen, the next-gen is the mountain. A couple of years of it, then we'll see where we are in like 2027 or something. Yeah, it's like, I feel like next gen's kind of, it's going to make their bed for a bit and it's going to mm-hmm. determine what. Oh, I agree. I mean, we already kind of know what the direction is. I just, again, though, well, low we, horsepower. We know what they want. We know yeah. what they want. Like, low horsepower is not the enemy. I get it. Manufacturers and then electric mm-hmm. hybrid hybrid engines are going to be here before you know it in NASCAR, yeah. I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, God, can you imagine electric NASCAR and like, 30 20 years however long maybe 10 years I don't know. well there won't be as much outrage because the boomers won't be around but oh, Alex! <laughs> no wait that's actually a good point though that's a good point loki being serious i wasn't joking <laughs> i'm just saying like that there's not gonna be as much point, outrage though. i mean yeah. us younger people we, i mean we're growing up i mean just think about people mm-hmm. like what five years younger than us they're starting to drive while teslas are like really common on the streets like i see one every day now like mm-hmm. i see them in my hometown a lot like it's just yeah you know you know after gen seven here. after gen seven it's probably going to be an all or almost all electric car i would imagine yeah. would be my that's my prediction yeah uh, that'll be that's probably going to be the the crossroads like you're talking about here yeah which way are they gonna go yeah um, like we'll see and but, um, but I think 2023 they're putting hybrid components in. I don't know what that's going to mean. But I've seen that. Yeah, that's what I, I saw from Bob Pockers. I don't. I have to go mm-hmm. find it again. But I think that was All really right. funny though. We just had um a talk about Darlington and the history of it, and now we're talking about the future. I thought that was really cool. But, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um, I love Darlington. Both Darlington I, races are best two races of the year. Yeah, I um, made a tweet. Darlington, yeah. Bristol, Martinsville are the best tracks. Daytona is also up there, but it's more of what it I, should I, be. I, I replied to you that Daytona is just prestige at this point. Yeah. It's not and really the race. They at least have the Rolex too, but that's not NASCAR. Yeah. But like, it's just like, mm-hmm. 
in terms of NASCAR, I even with the bullshit plate racing we have now, super speedway mm-hmm. racing, um, I still love Daytona. I love I love Daytona. That's my favorite track in the world. I will mm-hmm. always love Daytona. It's like your kid. Like, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, I, just, I don't know. I want to go there. Anyways. All righty. You ready to move on from Darlington? Yeah. Um, I, I love Darlington. I love NASCAR. I really do. I, I, I want the best for it. Me too. That's I'm why just... we're so passionate about it. That's... Care. Darlington made me remember that I love NASCAR. Same. So it does every awesome. time, every time I go there. Every time. Bristol will do the same thing. Maybe Richmond yep. this weekend. Um for me. By the way, I'm going to Richmond because I live yeah. in Richmond. So I'm excited <laughs> for you. That'll be fun. It's another yeah. uh, 750 track. Yep. All right. So some news slash rumor here also regarding NASCAR. The T. No, fuck the T. We gotta call that the, that's our new segment name. It took the us a tea. year. <laughs> the NASCAR T. Dude, tea. how do we just think about that? <laughs> fuck. Um, so here's the tea. Uh, <laughs> the LA Coliseum is supposedly going to host the Clash next year. Yeah. Uh, Chris Myers of Fox tweeted about this like way earlier in the year, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Oh, I don't remember <laughs> that. Yeah, he like tweeted that like, "Oh, there's a NASCAR's future so bright, and with the race at the LA Coliseum, blah blah blah." And it's like, "What? You're crazy." I remember anyway, that now. But then, like, two months later, Adam Stern started, started talking about it. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's a, it'd be, like, a fourth mile, fourth of a mile track inside the L.A. Coliseum. Uh, I don't know how they would get a paved track, so I'm kind of worried it's going to be a dirt track. Oh, uh, no. We're not really... doing this again, please. We're I, not doing this again. I, I would assume it'd be a paved track, but I don't know how they would do that. You know what I mean? Uh, like under the football field. I think it's a football field. Yeah, because it's a football field. Yeah. Um, and also, you had an interesting nugget about um, mm-hmm. the LA Coliseum. So the, the the Los Angeles Motor Speedway, or whatever the fuck they call it, International Speedway from Cars mm-hmm. 1. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual stadium part of the grandstands, it, like the architecture, was apparently inspired off the LA Coliseum. Yep. So... Um, that other, was so cool when I found that out. I was yeah, so blown away. And like now we're track, actually going to race there, supposedly. Like the yeah, the track was like you know more Fontana like, but the actual stadium part was like this. And yeah. um, I think they've hosted the Olympics before. They're going to host the Olympics again in uh, what's it called, 2028, when the Olympics are in LA. I think um, they're doing the. Are they doing the Super Bowl there, or is that a different venue? Yeah, I mm, I, no, not I it can't be there now because if they're gonna have a NASCAR race the week before. But, oh yeah, that's the Super Bowl is like the week prior. Yeah, or after. I don't know so, where they're having it. It's in LA um, though, I think. I don't watch football. I'm homosexual, so. Twenty twenty two Super Bowl location. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what kind of track they're gonna make. I it can't really be paved, which means I mean unless it. Unless they're going to turn it into a racetrack. Unless which... they, well, yeah, but then it's like, it's about to be an Olympic. That's the thing. It's like, it's going to be in the Olympics in a few years. It's just like, it's one of those things that like logistically kind of frighten me. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like dirt Bristol. Well, dirt yeah. Bristol frightens well, me logistically. At the very least, it's going to be an exhibition race though. If yeah. it's a clash, that's the, that's an exhibition race. The race doesn't matter. That's and, the time to fuck around and find out about stuff. And there won't be 40 cars out there. There's no way 40 cars would fit on this kind of size track. Yeah. Um, 
But my one thing about this is that Daytona is currently selling tickets for the clash. So it's like, what, what does that mean? That's what I was thinking about <laughs> you know? too. Like, how do you just do that then? Like, you can't just, like, what are they going to do? Right. And Bob Pachris has been saying every month now since like June, oh yeah, I expect the schedule by the end of the month. And he's like, but I expected it last month. So it seems to be the holdup uh, for the next year's schedule. schedule. Oh. Um, I don't know. Like, I like that NASCAR is wanting to do another short track, but it's also like, why don't they just run at an actual short track? <laughs> Same thing with Dirt yeah. Bristol, you know? Like, don't get me wrong. I get it's, it. This is really cool. It's in downtown Los Angeles, I think. Yeah. And it would, like, bring the racing to the people, which is the problem with Iowa Speedway. I've said that before. You have to bring the racing yeah. to the people. You do. Is, it's smart. No one's driving three hours for a fucking NASCAR race. And Fontana is like 47 minutes from Los Angeles. People yeah. aren't going to drive that far. Yeah. For this, you might get casual people to come on in and check it out, right? Right. So. Like, yeah, it seems like such a like casual thing to do. Like, it's like, hey, yo, NASCAR's at the damn stadium tonight. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Let's yeah, go watch yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I have to say, like, that's actually good. Like, if I, like, if I wasn't into fucking, um, What's a sport I'm just not into? I don't know, but I live like a any few of blocks them, from but a, racing. I live a few blocks from a fucking ba- basketball stadium. Mm-hmm. So if they were like, "Oh, yo, they're gonna have fucking um gay mm-hmm. acrobats or some shit," <laughs> I'm like, "Shit, I'm gonna go check that out." Right. <laughs> but yeah, like it's um I I said it before. I want more stadium like tracks in nascar right Mm kind of like bristol um this is kind of hitting on that note so i think Mm -hmm. it's good and the fact that it's an exhibition race i think is fine um really i feel like the clash needs to just be like instead of the all-star race being the science project for nascar i feel like it should be the clash that'd make more sense yeah yeah it just does um and by science projects i mean science projects with good hypothesis hypotheses yeah. mm-hmm. not let's put restrictor plates on cars at charlotte um mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah no um i i think it will be fun i think a oh, it'll people, definitely be fun if this happens definitely see a lot of people are upset that oh nascar's market is north carolina blah blah blah. I'm like, shut up no like listen mm-hmm. we're the number one american motorsport we're not just the east coast thing um, yeah, I, I understand if it's like a logistical thing about like traveling back and forth to the West Coast so much throughout the year. And it is speaking of that, some there is a point like this is if this is going to be a clash, it's going to be before Daytona uh, and it, probably before the Super Bowl. because There's an off before the Super Bowl and Fox, yeah. I think, has a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Um, so it's like they would go to L.A., do the clash, which is kind of meaningless. Right. I wonder if they're going to use old Gen 6 cars because that's what they were going to yeah, do at Daytona this or last yeah. year. I kind of hope they do. That'd be funny. Just like wreck the rest of them. <laughs> um, that's what Kyle Larson did at Darlington. He's like, shit, we're not using these next year. <laughs> Literally, like I think that had something to do with his move. I'm just... <laughs> probably. Um, but, but then it's like they have to go to, from the West Coast to Daytona. Daytona 500. Then they're going to go back to the west coast for the west coast swing mm-hmm. um like it's not 
optimal for the teams, but I mean, NASCAR's they're going to do what NASCAR wants them to do. Yeah. So not ideal, but mm-hmm. not I ideal. I, I kind of wish, um, well, I still want a Daytona road course race. Wait, I think this opens up the possibility for the Daytona road course being an actual race on the schedule. Yeah. Like meant to be there. I just the last two years wasn't it. meant to be there. Mm-hmm. I like, before oh they'll probably just do it after again but yeah i think uh the whole we talked about that during speed weeks though like the build-up to speed weeks is all about the daytona 500 and just like doing Mm -hmm. it it's like if indycar did the indy gp the week after the indy 500 i just that'd be weird you're right yeah so i don't know i just hope it is a race on the schedule i like that race course so yeah whatever we'll see really interesting um that's the t for this week um yeah but also one more thing Someone yep. said like the logistical problems with maybe going to the West Coast so much, maybe shortening the schedule like by a few races. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate that because I think at this point I'm tired of races having two dates, but just the business side of things, mm-hmm. Kansas, Las Vegas, um, well, Kansas might actually lose a date to Gateway or something, but um that's my speculation. I don't know yeah. if that's actually gonna happen. Right. But you know, it seems yeah, it seems likely, or not likely, but possible. Yeah, like there's just so many tracks that are gonna have two dates because they they're just gonna have two dates. That's that's where the money is. Yeah. Like, uh, but even even at this point with Daytona, I would not hate it if we got rid of the August race. They will never, they will never, but you know. Yeah. It is what it is. But yeah. I'll, I'm excited to see the schedule though. Yeah. Uh, really Bob Pocker's been saying, like I said, end of the month for several months now. So well, maybe Some we'll point. talk about maybe we'll talk about the schedule in a few weeks. Like what we last year we uh, reacted to it. We didn't look at any of the reports. We reacted to it live on here. So that was right, fun. I'm just like really. Again. Besides Daytona Road Course and Gateway, I don't really care about anything else. We are. I already got Coda. I think I'm. I think I'm good. <laughs> All right, you ready to talk about some Formula One? Yes. What a weekend. Um. So number one, we actually had a race. Yeah. Um, and what a race it was in terms of just like, oh my God, it felt like the damn Indy 500. Holy shit. The energy from the crowd was unreal. Dutch F1 fans are the best F1 fans. No question. I know Italy and Ferrari's Tafosi, whatever the fuck they call them. Mm-hmm. They got, they bring it too. They're going to bring it at Monza. I know they will, but nah, they're fucking crazy up in the Netherlands. They are crazy. They love that man. They love Max. And they didn't race here for 36 years. That, Max Verstappen that blew my the, mind. Max Verstappen is the only reason that race exists, I think, because the Dutch interest in F1 mm-hmm. wasn't there until Max joined. Because I don't right. think he's the first, I believe he's the only Dutch F1 driver to ever win a Grand Prix. I might be wrong, but I heard hmm. that this weekend. Um, what a race this was, though. You're right. Like uh, Zandvoort. That's what it's called, right? Yes. Yeah, it has the the banking this track has is so cool. I love seeing the F1 cars on banking. That was so cool. Like, why are there no road like courses that. with banking? Like, I just I guess it's like the landscaping like mm-hmm. cost, I guess, to create a bank, but like Watkins Glen kind of has banking in some part, like really just kind of the carousel, but like it's just it's just the character that track has is so fun. It's so fun to drive so in the F1 fun. game. Like mm-hmm. that cor- there was a corner where they took the high lane, dude. The high mm-hmm. lane. 
Like like fucking NASCAR, dude. Kyle Larson. Like yeah. God, Kimi Räikkönen was Kyle Larsoning around that damn turn well, three. Well, Kimi Räikkönen wasn't racing. Was he not? No. Did he, he had, practice? He had COVID. I don't know if he had practice, but I think he practiced, and then Saturday he got somebody did. So I think it was whoever. Anyways, um, sorry, yeah. not Kimi. <laughs> <laughs> just just making your little joke. Uh, make a factual sense you're good yeah sorry anyways no but um yeah it's it's a fun track it, it really is and but yeah no that that was max's literally that is max for step call it the first grand prix at that point because well it's, it's basically lewis at silverstone and max at zanford like i just loved how the two championship drivers they both have their own tracks fans like yeah. cheering them on and they both won their home race yeah but the so magnitude cool. of like here's the thing though i don't know what would have happened if max lost that race it's just like what would happen, especially if lewis beat him <laughs> i don't want to know would have need damn security to get that damn oh yeah i'm serious like i i oh but i wanted to see it i wanted mm-hmm. to see it just for the chaos i wanted to see twitter blow up i wanted to see everyone at the track literally throw whatever the fuck they had in their hands at that 44 car mm-hmm. like crossing the checkered flag i wanted to see the drama in the chaos because listen i, I made a tweet about that that kanye thing like what, what do you say when he accepted that award oh yeah that, that video yeah. everyone wanted to know what i'd do if i didn't win i guess yep. we'll never know we'll never know <laughs> that was max verstappen this weekend there was he had all the pressure and mm-hmm. he executed perfectly yeah so and you know mercedes they tried with this uh unique hit strategy um and red bull red bull just beat them on strategy mercedes kind of threw everything they had at them and then they almost lost a point for lewis which was very funny at the end uh when they that was so funny they told botas go get the fastest lap and it's like well wait why'd we do that so they're like lewis come pit you need to get fastest lap back from valtteri Valtteri got, went would, rogue. I I I wish Valtteri would have gotten it. That would have been hilarious. I and <laughs> they cost honesty. him the fucking championship at yeah, the end of the season. Yeah, because that close. Like I oh. think Valtteri. We'll talk about Valtteri in a minute, but mm-hmm. that was funny. That was the, probably one of the funniest parts of the race. Alonso mm-hmm. had a really good race, apparently that TV didn't mm-hmm. want to show us. Um, <laughs> like he made a bunch mm-hmm. of passes at the end, and I remember at the beginning of the race, Ocon, his teammate, was like. Dude, I'm faster than Fernando. Tell him to let me buy. And then Fernando's just like, yeah. Oh, for real? Oh, okay, okay. I'll just drive away from you. Like, okay, okay. Alonzo said he's faster because I'm actually saving my tires. He said something like that, which I thought was really funny. Tire wear was really bad, which mm-hmm. I wonder if the banked corners have something to do with it. I I, mm-hmm. I assume it is. Um, and then Perez had to start in the back. I didn't see why, but he I did think- start. He had to start in the back and he drove all the way up to like eighth or seventh or something. Yeah. It was a lot of fun watching him. He was stuck behind Mazepin for the longest time because Mazepin wouldn't get out of the way. Right. Um, figures. And then once he got around Mazepin, he was flying through the field. It was really fun to watch whenever they cut to him. Yeah. It, um, I think Paris, he had like, I want to see how many races he started in the back this year because it feels like every other race. Like, mm-hmm. and he's been performing better than Albon. I feel like, but it's like also he's just been put in so many bad positions and had so much bad luck. Like, 
Yeah. When was the last time he had like a decent race with no issues? Like, you know, it's, it's been just... a while. He's had a lot of issues. And it's, I feel like it's not his fault. Like, it's just, no, again. it's not. Uh-uh. And I think that could cost, um, that could easily cost, um, what's his face? Red Bull, the, the constructors championship. I think it will because at first we were saying Valtteri was going to cost Mercedes, but I mean, look at Sunday. Lewis and Valtteri did the best they could. Well, second Perez crashing or whatever i don't know what he did he messed up on the at formation spa. lap or something at spa yeah and that like cost him his qualifying position which yeah. then ultimately became the finishing order um there's little things like that like baku was the one race he won baku because right, max he won ended up having a tire but other than that like he's been good perez is really good mm-hmm. it's he's kind of the driver that red bull needed i think yeah, but uh, they need second to max, but it's also like they if they want to win the constructors too, I don't know. You know. They they just need to clean up the 11 team. Whether it's just mm-hmm. like I don't it's something because they just need to start putting together actual weekends in races yeah. because Sergio can get more of a car. He can I mean he's the only one besides Ocon to win a race that's not Hamilton or Verstappen. Like and I will say that Pierre has been really good like really good he got like fourth mm-hmm. right in yeah the again um he's really become consistent and i i feel like it's because alfatori's environment's a lot more relaxed than red right. bull there's not a lot of pressure but it's like if he keeps running this way is red bull gonna bring him back in at some point like as a pierre fan i don't know if i want that because i know pierre wants it but it's like do i want that i don't know it's like I, I've seen a lot of people say he should go to Alpine, which I think I agree. I mean, a Frenchman. Ooh. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, Gasly and Ocon, that's the dream team for Alpine. Aww. They're both French. They're both. I like them both, too. I'd like that. I think that would be great for Alpine. I'd probably, that might be my new favorite team if that happens. Loki. Me, too. Low key. I would um, as well. That, that'd be really fun. Um, because they I announced. Think... Sorry, go ahead. Well, the thing is, um, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. drivers should go to teams that want them that want yeah. them to succeed and i don't know if that's where if red bull if they would really want pierre they like want they max for staffing they want max to, for, succeed. to succeed first and foremost Which i get it but yeah um and it's like i don't know where anyone else could go but pierre though is just so good and i saw a tweet mm-hmm. like toto should put pierre and the Mercedes once Lewis retires and it's like I doubt that would happen but I would love that <laughs> it's a wild card but I think who else are you, who else would you get I'm trying to think like like there's a lot of Mercedes drivers but none of them are really like Latifi you're not putting Lance Stroll you're not putting Latifi in there you're not putting and then like maybe Lando and, Norris or Ricardo I don't know I mean that's something but, maybe Lando but but my, uh, I, I still think McLaren's gonna get really competitive in next year so. yeah they're they're they've improved a lot but no are we talking about silly season to kind of go into who would go there? yeah because i think Cause we mercedes mostly about the race so yeah to finish that thought about who would go to mercedes when lewis retires like you have nick devries and stoffel right. van dorn uh those are like the only other like next two drivers in line at mercedes uh they're not even in f1 that's Maybe the thing the... it's like yeah they haven't driven these cars in a bit you know so it's really... like if lewis were to say retire after this year which I don't, it sounds like he's going to be back next year anyway. But mm-hmm. let's just say he does. It's like, who are they going to, who the hell are they going to put in there? Like, there's no one really on the table. 
But um, so silly season. Uh, yesterday, Valtteri Bottas was confirmed to go to Alfa Romeo. Right. Uh, first, let's talk about Valtteri. Uh, Brooke, our friend Brooke, a huge Valtteri fan. Uh, we need to get her back on, as you said earlier, <laughs> regarding this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally think this is a really good thing for Valtteri. Right, because the environment at Mercedes has not been healthy for him. Uh, and he obviously did. Like, even if it's not for wins, I think he just needs to compete for his own points rather than having to compete for the team. Against as a whole. Lewis, basically. Yeah. Against yeah. Lewis or like being put in a way to help Lewis. I don't think it's healthy yeah. for him. At Alfa Romeo, Valtteri is going to be able to race for himself, I think. Right. And he needs And I that. think that's what he needs. Yeah. Um, so then, of course, if you didn't follow on Twitter or social media, you, you would have known this for months now, but George Russell is confirmed to Mercedes this morning. Yeah. Um, not, not shocked. I think people right. are highly over expecting what he yes. can do. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be a same part as Valtteri. I kind of feel bad for him because yeah. now it's he's like... Gonna, he's so overhyped. Like, he's going to be good. He's so overhyped. He thinks he's going to beat Lewis, this and that. It's like, I think you're going to be disappointed. I think I, he'll... I still think he'll be faster than Valtteri, especially at the beginning of the season, at least, because I think he'll have a lot of confidence and swagger because he's had a really good performance this season. Mm-hmm. I just don't... I don't think it's, he's going to be beating Lewis. It's Lewis Hamilton's teammate. You, I, this mm-hmm. is not, that's, ah, oh, you know what I and, mean? There's going to be so much pressure on him. And, and we talked, we talked about this when he filled in for Lewis. Yeah. Uh, when Lewis had COVID, uh, he was in Lewis's car. He wasn't in Valtteri's car when he drove, when he drove that race. Right. You know what I mean? We haven't seen what he can do in that second car. They when they build and develop so, new parts, they normally always give like one to the first car, mm-hmm. I think, and then like the engineers are also I think a little bit different for each team, kind of like NASCAR. I don't know actually though, so maybe I'm talking shit. But yeah, like, and I think Brooke Brooke when she was on here, she mentioned like people talk so much shit about Valtteri, but like they don't realize like again George might be in that same situation that Valtteri's in because Valtteri. Yeah. I remember I didn't watch F one when Valtteri was at Williams, but me neither. I think Valtteri was a lot like George in terms of yep. he was very fast. I, I watched some highlight videos of that. He was doing just as good as George, I think. So I, yeah, it's just, and Valtteri really, I don't think he only looks bad because of Lewis Hamilton. That's the mm-hmm. only reason he looks bad. And really, I have to say he's done his job though. Mm-hmm. And he's won races. He's beaten Lewis. Mm-hmm. multiple times like Definitely. not to the nico rosberg level but he's he, he hasn't just laid over this year's been rough for him but i mean he's done his job they've gotten constructor championships i think they'll get another one this year so mm-hmm. i you know i think he did a good job but i'm glad he's going to alpha romeo getting out of there and yeah, yeah. that's all i really got to say about Valtteri. happy for him and then the other t- two seats still open assuming Nick Latifi stays at Williams uh these other two seats one at Alpha and one at Williams are really interesting uh our friend Soren I've been talking so much with them about this silly season 
so Alex Albon and Nick DeVries, who I mentioned, are both like in talks with both Williams and Alfa Romeo. Um, it's really interesting because you have Red Bull, who is partnered with Albon, and Nick DeVries is a Mercedes driver, right? Right. And then you have Williams, who is a Mercedes-powered team. Yeah. And you have Alfa Romeo, who's a Ferrari-powered team, yes. right? Yeah. So it's like Red Bull's trying to get Albon a ride, and Toto Wolf and Mercedes want DeVries and F1, because eventually they're going to need someone to replace Lewis Hamilton, which is yeah. what I led with earlier to start this. That makes sense, yeah. So, and the rumor is if Alex Albon cannot get a ride in F1, he has a ride lined up in IndyCar as, as a backup plan. And I would assume that is probably the 51 car, an IndyCar. So uh, F1 silly season is kind of waiting to be toppled before IndyCar silly season can go on, which is really interesting to me. That is actually really interesting because right. you've seen Callum Islet, isn't he racing at Portland? He is. Callum That's Ilott. fucking insane. Yeah, Come Callum Eilat is a was the Alfa Romeo reserve driver, but since he was actually not there because he's going to run IndyCar, he wasn't able to fill in for Kimi oh. Raikkonen, which kind of sucks for him. That does suck. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Maybe so Antonio probably, will get COVID. Not knock on wood. I'm just kidding. I'm just so the, fucking kidding. <laughs> so Callum Ila, he must not see an opportunity for him to go to Alpha Romeo. Yeah. So it's just so interesting. And the rumor also is that Giovinazzi might be out after this yeah. season. Yeah, he he's been yeah. So it seems like either Albon or DeVries are gonna go to either Alpha Romeo or Williams, but and all the rumors say Albon's gonna go to Williams, DeVries to Alpha Romeo, right? But what doesn't make sense to me is that Nick DeVries is a Mercedes driver. Yeah, why Mercedes like him. Why would they why would he go to Alfa Romeo when Williams yeah. has a seat open? And Red Bull, I think, was like um they wanted Albon at the at Alfa Romeo without breaking his Red Bull contract or something. And it's just mm -hmm. like there's complications with that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, man. And it's... Christian Horner's come out saying that if Albon doesn't get a ride, it's because Toto will have blocked it. Which who knows if that's true. <laughs> uh, so it's like, so Albon's gonna go to Williams. Like that doesn't make sense to me. I think he would go to Alfa Romeo before Williams because DeVries would get favored, you know? Yeah. But then I would love that. I, I read another report saying that Ferrari wants Giovinazzi sure. to stay. They want Giovinazzi to stay. Yeah. And then, yeah, I heard, I read another tweet saying that, oh, Mick Schumacher might be going to Alfa Romeo. It's like, what's going on in the backfield? Listen, whatever it is, Alfa Romeo's like um, the, what's it called? I mm -hmm. don't know. Something where a bunch of troubled people go to recover. Valtteri uh -huh. <laughs> Botas and Alex Alvon and mm -hmm. maybe even Mick Schumacher at this rate, they are in bad, they have been in bad places. And I think Alfa Romeo is... They, they're going to give them a big old hug on their first big day. Big old hug. Welcome to the team. It's okay. You're okay here. You're safe now. It's okay. That's that's the vibe <laughs> I'm getting from 2022 Alfa Romeo. And I love yeah. it. Because that's it's one team that I kind of <laughs> forget exists. I don't really care for them that much. But now yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Come on. Pick up Valtteri. Come on. Give him a big old hug. I'm going to give Valtteri a hug. He's, he seems like a He looks hugger. like he gives good hugs. I like um, him. He's a nice old man. 
I will say for Brooke's sake, I because Brooke's favorites are Beltas and Albon. It'd be really cool if they were teammates for Brooke. That's why I especially <gasps> want to. I didn't even her. realize that. Oh my god! But the thing is, here for Albon, all this stuff is going on. Like, if he doesn't get a ride and he goes to IndyCar, that's huge implications for everything in IndyCar too. Because right. there's like rumors for IndyCar that like Ryan Hunter Ray's talking to the 51 car, and then you have there's probably multiple F1 drivers who want the 51 car too. After I saw Grosjean. Yeah, because Grosjean's all but confirmed to leave the 51 and go to Andretti next year. This intersection of IndyCar and F1 silly season, the fact that we can't talk about F1 silly season without talking about IndyCar silly yeah. season, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's so interesting. And that's why Albon was at Indianapolis and Kate and I saw him like six times. <laughs> he was talking to all the teams. Oh, I bet. He trying to get something going. He has his, he, and he told reporters, I want to be an F1, but I'm here if something doesn't, if I can get something to work out. And, and we're seeing that now. That right. is literally what is happening right now. And I don't see it too much as of a, oh, like F1 rejects. Like it's just, no, it's hard to no. get into F1. Like mm-hmm. there's literally, we're talking about two seats open. There's so yep. much talent out there. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to get into F1. Like, mm-hmm. And F2 drivers are like, fuck it. I'm going to go win the Indy 500. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like it's just mm-hmm. that, that vibe, that vibe. So. so if I had to make a prediction, I'm going to say Nick DeVries goes to Williams and Albon goes to Alfa Romeo. Um, but we'll, we'll see. But, and the, most of the reports say they have the flip side of that, which is DeVries to Alpha and Albon to Williams, which just doesn't make sense to me because DeVries is a Mercedes driver. But anyway, uh, we'll see. That'll be really interesting. I personally hope Albon doesn't get a ride. Sorry, Alex. But I want to see him in IndyCar. I think that'd be so good for him. Yeah, I I really I I just I think I don't know. I just want him I again I want him in a better place. I just want him in a better place and me too. I think Christian Lungard, I've gotten excited about him. Like he joined um the season three of F1 my team. He mm-hmm. joined the I think he joined Alpha Romeo, actually. That's funny. Um, so oh, he's right. in the series now. And I thought about hiring him, but like, oh, he's a, he likes IndyCar. Okay, he can come over to my team, my, uh-huh. my IndyCar influence team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I just I think all these F2 drivers coming over looking at IndyCar, it's great. I think it's good yeah. for them, good for the series. Um, F1's hard to get into, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Um, good vibes, good vibes. All right, let's get back to talking about some IndyCar. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned uh, Christian Lungard. Yeah. Um, he drove the 45 at in- the Indy Road Course. Uh, all I'll ever ask you is going to drive that 45 car the last three yeah. races of the season. Interesting. Um, and so we don't know who the driver of that car is going to be full-time yet, but I have read that V wants an American driver in that car so to kind of go off the silly season stuff I don't think it'd be Christian Lungard because I he's not American <laughs> uh, oh, it's a one night stand <laughs> and supposedly Santino Ferrucci is not the option and Oliver Askew not the moment <laughs> Oliver Askew is the moment <laughs> 
I, I think Oliver Askew, as long as he doesn't like run last every race, he's probably going to be the 45 driver full time. Yeah. Shout out to our friend Soren, because literally every time Oliver Askew is mentioned, I think about them. <laughs> like, Me too. Gosh. I, I, I talk to Soren all the time about IndyCar F1 silly season and stuff. We'll talk all serious about silly season and championship stuff. And then out of nowhere, jokingly, Oliver Askew is going to finish first like every race next year it's the funniest thing ever mm-hmm. they're half joking half serious it's so funny um and uh yesterday soren actually jokingly told me can you put some bad vibes on jimmy johnson this weekend and i'm like <laughs> i'm like why he has enough bad vibes around him i feel like an indie car and you know what the reason was i want oliver ask you to finish 25th in points <laughs> Because it I've given some, bad vibes to Polo and Dixon. I was like, oh my God, Johnson and who else too? Cody Johnson. Ware. Cody Ware! No! <laughs> oh my God. It was the funniest. I lost my shit. killing me, dude. Um, Do they so have yeah. an entry list out for Portland? Because I feel like it's been hard to keep up with who's racing in IndyCar. I don't know. Do they, they don't have one, I think. Um, which... Callum Eilat is going to be for Junkos, which is crazy. Yeah, because they haven't raced all year. Yeah, they're going to run the last three races of the year. Uh, it's not really clear if Callum's running all three or not. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Callum and IndyCar would be really cool. I think I think he would do really good here. Um, yeah, he's, he has, he's the type. Um, I don't, do we have any British drivers in um, IndyCar right now? I don't think we do. Justin Was, Wilson, but he's not full-time. You mean Stefan? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See, laughing. Just, I sorry, shouldn't be laughing. But <laughs> I mean, they're they're they were related, right? There's but Max. Yeah. There's Max Chilton too. I think Max Chilton. Oh, I, I should have brought that I, up. Fuck. No, you're, I should have okay. brought that up. When, when, I, when I think of Great Britain, I think of Justin Wilson for okay. IndyCar. Okay. Anyway, put my some, apologies. You put some respect on him. No, it's, my apologies. It's not funny, um, but it's just like I. I didn't know what to say. That's not what you expected me to say. I know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, because you said I know he's not full time, and I was like, "Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck?" I can't. Anyway, um, one year. This podcast stopping after one year. We we made it this far. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, Stephen Wilson is who I meant. Yes, but and he's I not full time. Sorry, I don't even know why I brought it up. I was just curious. But, no, it's 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 okay. No, uh, it'd, be, it'd be it'd be good to have another British driver. Yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Um, <laughs> All right, podcast canceled. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, oh my god, I can't. Anyway, I can't with us. Oh my gosh. Um, IndyCar. IndyCar is back. Oh my god, we're so messed up. <laughs> IndyCar is back this weekend. They took another pointless two week break. Uh, yeah, three races that, that left. gets you really excited for the championship, right? Yeah. Did you guys remember IndyCar? That that series. That's awesome. They just take breaks for funsies all the time. Very cool. Um, oh, so over it. Need so more races. We we had a month break. Why did we have another two week break? I'm so. Annoyed. We literally just need more races, like twenty races at least. I'm sorry. Like, so these last three races of the season did not run last year because of COVID. Uh, these are all on the West Coast, so this will be exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to Portland this weekend. Yeah. This is a really fun track. Um, I do like Portland. It's like simple but fun. It kind of reminds me of Circuit Jill Villeneuve a little bit. Just with mm-hmm. like I don't know the way you race it, 
I remember my first memory of Portland was when they had those KNN East or West races mm-hmm. um, on Speed Channel in the middle of the week. And my sister made me mac and cheese for lunch. And then I'd watch the one hour like rerun mm-hmm. of a KNN race there. Mm-hmm. That's my Portland memory. <laughs> I just unlocked the memory. That's awesome. I wanted y'all to know that. <laughs> so let's do a refresher because we talked about it a few weeks ago, but the championship battle for IndyCar uh it's getting it's getting good like it's, it's been it's it's been good mm-hmm. but uh so alex below led all season but now he's kind of been in the downward spiral because of i've been given bad vibes you're welcome mr new garden you're welcome mm-hmm. mr Pinsky. thank you alex everyone say yes. thanks alex <laughs> thank you me uh, <laughs> um all in good love it's, it's just I, I just want joseph to win. oh yeah that's all. it's all fun um so yeah now pato award is the points leader and then it's Alex Pillow and then Joseph Newgarden are the top three. And then Scott Dixon's more of a distant fourth, but don't count him out until he's mathematically out. out. And Marcus mm-hmm. Erickson is fifth with a distant shot as well. Um, I think down to like ninth place is still mathematically in, but I would yeah. say the top five are the only ones with an actual. Yeah. Shot. With a main, I think a main focus on the top three. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the Ganassi guys, the other two are chilling. Right. So I would say for Portland, something you and I have talked about a lot, Alex Pillow has not been to any of these remaining tracks, and he's been in a downward slope here. Neither of his, none of his fault, by the way. It's my fault. (laughs) But no. (laughs) It's just racing. It's racing things. It's like the thing we talked about with Perez. It's just racing. It just happens, Mm -hmm. but you still need to find a way to kind of get past it. Yeah. Um, then McLaren has been very inconsistent all year with their cars. So it's like, is Pato going to show up and run 14? Yeah. Like, I don't even know if Pato has been to these tracks. I think Pato has been to at least one or two of them. I'm looking it up right now. Cause I mean, he didn't do full time before last year. So mm-hmm. I think he ran at least Long Beach. I don't know about Portland, but um, but my point being here yeah, is right. that I'm right. Yep. Okay. So Joseph has the experience. He's been in this position here before for the championship. This is like a campaign speech. I'm giving like Joseph is going to win the championship campaign speech again. President Joseph- Newgarden. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm the president of the New Garden Fan Club. Um, yep. The boat. Joseph- the captain of the ship. I'm captain of the ship. <laughs> Our boat Zach's back on board. We need a damn boat hat at this point. <laughs> God damn. So we can make stickers. We, we should make stickers. <laughs> stickers. SS New Garden little pride fly on it. <laughs> okay, um, let's make money. We should make stickers of the Gate Bracing Podcast logo. Oh, wait. Actually, that'd be fun. actually smart. Yeah. Shirts. I want to make t shirts. <laughs> Would anyone buy them? Let us know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know y'all would. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. All right. So my campaign speech, I have a rude interrupter in the audience. (laughs) I'm a haggler. The fake news media. Wait till Phoenix. Wait till Phoenix. The election jokes are coming back. Um, Okay. So Joseph has been in this situation before. His competitors have not been here before, right? They've not been to these tracks. They've never been in this championship position before. Yep. Joseph has the momentum. The others don't really uh i'm scared of scott dixon but we'll talk you're gonna ignore that it's just ptsd it's okay (laughs) it's it's pdsd for good um 
Joseph made up, here we go again. Joseph made up a hundred some points last year. He's made up like how many, like 70, 60 this year. He's only 22 back. Come on now. You're the now, Steve Kornacki of IndyCar right now. I am. That's what you are. That's what you are. <laughs> That's what you are. <laughs> um, you know who I'm rooting for. So get out there and cheer for Joseph. Yeah, I said this a few weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. Joseph Newgarden's the one to win the championship. He he's is. In, he's in the best spot. Like, in all seriousness, he really is in the best spot. But I, I know we complain about this two-week break, but I think it's setting up. Like, I would prefer it to be just one week, but I think it let Alex Polo reset, and it's yeah. putting focus on these last three races, three straight weeks of racing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good battle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm just excited for it. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this is the first time Polo has kind of been on the offense because he lost the point lead. Yep. So I wonder what's been going through his head the past two weeks. Like, what has right. he done over the offseason mentally? Yeah, sure. But, mentally, mm-hmm. as a driver, just kind of what's his. I hope. Oh, I hope a pit reporter asks him about the championship battle. I know they will. I just, I wonder what he's going to say and what his answer to this is. And if it's, yeah, I'm wondering if it's like, well, we got to go. We know we're fast. We're going to win these races. Or if it's just like, we're still damage controlling. Because at this point, I almost feel like, I don't know what the best strategy is. I mean, I think I'm probably just overthinking it. Because really, again, they're just going to go out and try to win. Like, that's what you Mm -hmm. do. But you know, the risk you take, what, what happens there with that? I think no matter what, this championship battle is going to be so close. It's going to be so exciting. And honestly, anyone in the top five, I would include Marcus Erickson in that because of how consistent he's been. Any of the top five are worthy of this championship, to be quite honest. I'll tell you what, motorsports this year, the fact that Formula One has an actual championship battle just speaks volumes and NASCAR... Yeah, I mean, NASCAR, NASCAR, NASCAR. NASCAR has its issues, but they've had like what 16 different winners this year now. Even yeah, even with so, like, like it's playoffs, still thin. good playoffs are not like in both timelines. <laughs> the the championship battle is good in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. IndyCar is the best we've had since maybe I don't last even year. know. <laughs> no, it's been a while since we've had this. Last year people. was a little mm, like I think it, it was kind of a. I, I think we were getting lead changes in the few last few races that's that's what i mean like it's just kind of yeah there's a lot going on this year with motorsports and championship battles and it's really surprising like i still max verstappen lewis hamilton no idea what's going to happen there yep it's a good time to be a motorsports fan and i think indy car i think is about to steal the damn show mm-hmm. i just have a feeling i'm not trying to overhype it because it could yeah. just end up being alex polo retakes the lead and the most boring thing that could happen is alex polo retakes the lead and cruises to the championship but i agree I don't think it's going to be hard to cruise. But I wouldn't be mad if Polo did that, in all honesty. like he That's just how it happens. He's really done well this year. Like, he's shocked me how good he's done this year in his first year at Ganassi, second full-time season, I believe. Mm -hmm. So, I'm a Joseph Newgarden fan. Really? So, you didn't know that. Yeah. Did you know that? Me too. (laughs) Oh, we have so much in common. We should do a podcast and talk about it. We should be friends. Be my friend. Be my bestie. Uh, um, But no, like I'm a Joseph fan. I want Joseph to win his third championship. But 
Like if that weren't to happen, I'd be very happy with the Pato championship. Very happy with the Pillow. I even like Scott Dixon. I, I like Scott Dixon. Hate, I want to hate him, but I can't. I can't. He's, he's too good. He's, he's too, too good. lovable. Um, IndyCar is so great. Watch IndyCar. If you don't watch it, we've had messages. Portland. We've had people tell us we're gay, that they're gay. And we've had people tell us they watch IndyCar. That's the second best thing about this podcast. We've got people to watch yeah. IndyCar. Yeah. Also, it's Sunday. There's no NASCAR race on Sunday. Portland. Right. So yeah. watch Portland. Like, come on, mm-hmm. bro. And then I think same with Bristol the next week. There's not going to be a NASCAR race on the Sunday. So oh, we'll right. be at Laguna Seca. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then the IndyCar Championship. I Oh, because <gasps> Long Beach is on the West Coast and Las Vegas. Well, I think they run Las Vegas in the evening, the NASCAR race. They, I know NBC wouldn't put them at the same time at this time. Of year. I don't think so. They I wouldn't. don't think so. They, no, they wouldn't. Because they and actually do value IndyCar. I, I think IndyCar would be on NBC too. Yeah. So NASCAR might be on NBC Sports Network, would be kind of funny. (laughs) Um, But anyway, shall we get into our race picks? Yes. What an interesting little Southern 500 we had. Um, The bot. Well, I was going to talk about IndyCar. IndyCar, sorry. Yep. No, I almost got him. You're good. We were talking about IndyCar. Let's talk about our IndyCar pick. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about the IndyCar pick. Uh, So I'm two points behind. I got to really. Ooh. Oh, I got to think. I got to think about this one. Oh, God. Oh, I think no, I know no. my pick. I don't. Uh, who the fuck do I pick? Hold up. Let me just go to racing reference real quick. Let me just... <laughs> <laughs> I got to download the vibes to see what's going on, man. Um, um, oh, all the IndyCar races start at 3 o'clock Eastern time, I think. Or... The, the last three and racing reference has it that's kind of convenient so indycar points for our fantasy i have 10 and zach has eight so you're either going to have to win a race to pass me or uh beat me twice three times you have yeah. to win all three or at least win a race mm, this is getting a little so it's getting Ooh. tight this is getting tight okay i got it i got my pick Alrighty. All right. You ready? You are. Yep. Three, two, one. Joseph Gardner. Whoa. What? Yeah. Will I, I thought about him low key. That's a good pick. He won in D um, two weeks ago, the, our last road course race. He won Portland, I think, last time we were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, good pick. I, I, I picked Joseph for obvious reasons. Momentum. Yeah. I, Joseph's a really good pick, and I was going to pick him. But then I thought about it. Power won the 2019 race of Portland. He just won the Indy road course race. He, he's been really good as of late. And he yeah. was really good at Gateway, too. So I think Power is on a bit of a hot streak. So I think he's going to yeah. get another win. Yeah, I know. I see that. Um, Joseph, he's I am fully expecting him to go in arm swinging. Oh, yeah. Winning. I, I think it's the kyle larson pick i think it's just safe it's what i need to win this fantasy championship i'm glad you didn't pick him actually um it might end up biting you in the ass yeah it might but but hey you're playing with that lead you hey you might be right though willpower i mean he's beaten joseph a lot this year low-key so i'm thinking joseph's gonna have a solid top five and power is gonna win that's kind of my thought i could be wrong and i'd be happy about it i would lose the fantasy lead but uh Mm. I don't know. I have a race where you can not win a race, but beat me once. So yeah, that's true. But it's gonna I'm get being risky. 
It's going to get intense. It's going to mm-hmm. get intense. If, if it goes into Long Beach where I have to pick the winner, oh, that's going to get – that's going to be tight. That's going to be tight. I don't know if I won't yeah. be able to do it. All right. So now NASCAR race picks. Uh, you were talking about Steve. And uh, it picked Star Tyler Reddick. Show. It picked Tyler Reddick twice. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm Daytona going to make, and Darlington. Gonna make the pick right now. Um, so our picks on the bot for Steve, Steve's Random Fantasy Racing, we make them all on the at Gay Racing Pod account. So, all right. Are you ready, Zach? Let's see who Steve's going to pick. going to pick Tyler Reddick again. Steve has picked William Byron for Richmond. Interesting. The number Interesting. 24. That's a decent pick. I'm not going to lie. He could easily. So I don't even know how to. Oh, right. Because Blaney wrecked it. Because um, I picked Blaney and then you picked Kyle. No, who the hell did you pick? I picked Kyle Bush. Who you did pick Kyle Bush? We didn't even talk about Kyle Bush. He had that. He stormed into the garage. Oh, I forgot about that. I oh, my too. God. Bitches were so mad on Twitter. And I don't even blame them for that. Um, Except the yeah. person that said that's why people don't like him. No, that's not why people don't like him. Yeah, that was uh, Eric Easton. Yeah. I did not agree with that. Like, he said that in his video, too. And I was like, mm. People don't like him because, well, literally, <clears throat> I need to open this up. The This Toyota theory that literally everyone just hates Toyota for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott can have the exact same seasons, and Chase Elliott's season will be viewed more positively. You're right. People love You're Hendrick right. and Chevrolet. So, anyways, so, that's yeah. all I want to say. Steve More on that Iron, uh, The bot is two for two in picks now. <laughs> but with uh, Tyler Reddick. Yeah, the bot insane. has been undefeated with Tyler Reddick so far, which is not expected. <laughs> not expected. Um, How's the bot beating us? I, the bot, we're going to bring up the bot full time next year and it's going to win every race or something stupid. It's going to be crazy. Um, all right. Like, it's literally random. How are, We're actually putting thought into our picks. Like, it's just right. kind of embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Are you ready with your pick? Yeah, I am. All right. Three, two, one. Kyle Larson. Okay. Ooh, spicy! Spicy, spicy, spicy! I almost went with Hamlin, but I'm like, I can't leave Larson on the table. So I have to pick him first. I thought you were going to pick Larson, like we always do. Oh. And then I was going to pick Hamlin. <laughs> nah fuck it denny listen i said last week that i'm not picking denny hamlin anymore because he wasn't win denny mm-hmm. my i trust denny hamlin i think with my life at this point and where i'm going to richmond i the you so you put bad vibes on ox below i'm gonna come in there i'm probably gonna buy myself a denny hamlin shirt i'm gonna put good vibes into the air mm-hmm. i'm going to manifest a denny hamlin win i'm right mm-hmm. next to chesterfield i might go um to his hometown and kind of just vibe with the energy send out the good vibes send out the good vibes i listen i wouldn't hate a kyle larson win either so you know i'll take what i'll honestly i'll take whichever um because i love my men have you ever seen denny win in person nope i have not i've seen really dude i've seen jgr though win so much in fact the last four cup races i've went to i believe Mm -hmm. have been won by truex swept the season Mm-hmm. Then before that, Kyle Busch swept the season. And then before that, Kyle Larson won. And then the race before that, Kyle Edwards won for JGR. Wow. So it's been JGR, Kyle Larson, or Kevin Harvick. That's all <laughs> the drivers I've seen one in person at Richmond. And then plus cool. John Hunter Nemechek, but I and trucks. Mm-hmm. But 
JGR. So <laughs> very so, cool. Toyota has <gasps> yeah. So fuck Kyle Larson. He's now Denny Hamlin. Toyota. He's mm-hmm. the next Joe Gibbs racing driver for me to see win. I'm just saying. I, I, I see it. I, I do see that happening. I could, I, could I see, it. see it. I see it. I, he's, on, I just, he's on a roll. I just can't leave Larson off the table. I know. I need, I need, I need wins. So, and Hamlin's only given us one. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he my daddy, yeah, though. I believe for, him. So, NASCAR playoff, not playoff, our fantasy points for the podcast. Zach is ahead by 10 over me, 20 with 23. I have 13. And the bot has two. Yeah. Neither of us have a sort of point. Yeah. Ever since we added the bot. Yeah. Um, I think we'll like, we'll calculate it with the bot later. Like, like mm-hmm. we'll just count the bot when it was the last 11 weeks just to see how he did against us. Yeah. But yeah, the bot's been kind of fun so far. It's I, been funny. You know. Yeah. Yeah. William I Byron's wish... a good pick too. Who did, who out of us though, who beat each other? I think, oh, right. Cause you, I beat you at Darlington. And then I think, I don't know yeah. at Daytona who beat who. I think you beat me both times. So it, okay. the bots kept you from getting two points. Damn, so, I would have a fucking 12-point lead. So it's kind of kept me in it, at least a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Like, I could, next get, year, I could win three races and be right one point behind you. Next year, we're doing the... Uh, we're doing it differently so that we, like, we still get points for, like, finishing second in this, like, three-race... Yeah, three person yeah. race whatever y'all whatever you'll find out more later um <laughs> that is our one th- it just kind of hit me though we've done 40 episodes mm-hmm. in one year like that's insane like think about it we have like 40 nascar weekends well no just kidding 38 oh. nascar weekends every yeah. year mm-hmm. like we we do this a lot we record we do, a lot every week yeah i think we've only taken off a handful of weeks and then we took off around christmas last yeah. year yeah we've been doing this look at us a lot we bad bitches we are look at you us know who else some bad bitches hmm. our listeners oh yeah <laughs> we love y'all <laughs> yeah thanks for listening um mm-hmm. so fun yeah so fun doing this um and i want to i want to grow this even more and i wish i knew how to but mm-hmm. for now keep keep telling telling people about it i guess i don't know and um like if someone is ever like oh gay people don't like nascar be like actually Mm -hmm. i have a podcast for you to listen to there are gay people that like nascar that exists so that's us um yeah and i we haven't said it in a while but if you are in the industry or not and you're gay you have a story you want to share or just hang out with us get on the pod let us know um our twitter's down below i'm at dreamy zach gp alex is at new gaden and then the podcast account is um at gay racing pod so get in contact with us um we'd love to hear from you i love getting messages from people so fun we'll have to we'll have to brainstorm a way to because i I think one way to grow the podcast might just be like um Mm -hmm having more like listener interaction like maybe like polls and like questions mm-hmm. i think another q a would be fun a q a would be fun maybe another one like to have some kind of theme or um like i saw a youtube video about what um like it was like an f1 podcast and they recommended like changes to f1 and it's like you know 
not not smash or pass, but <laughs> but um, but um, thumbs up or you, thumbs down? Yeah, thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah or nay? Yeah or that. I think yeah. that might be a good off season episode for yeah. like NASCAR. What mm-hmm. we would change about NASCAR? Mm-hmm. That'd be actually yeah. I'll write that down. Um, but yeah, y'all, thank y'all so much for listening again. Take care. Thank you for. I think this was a bit of a longer episode. Thank you so much. And we will see y'all next week. Enjoy Portland, Monza, and um, Richmond. I'll be at Richmond in person. Um, I I don't know if anyone's going. If you want to meet up, I might have time. Low key, make, take a selfie or something. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm famous like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'm famous like that. I feel. I have a feeling because I'll have a feeling I'll probably end up meeting somebody on Twitter. I, I mean, you have a thousand followers. I mean, yeah, one of y'all's got to be there. Like, come on. <laughs> just take a selfie with me i'm shy too though i'll be awkward as hell but (laughs) all right y'all y'all take care thank you alex and y'all take care bye bye